0: I got my new recording right now, I'm wavy bitch right, what's up everybody, it's the Wavy 5 Podcast I'm your host Jalil, Wavy West And I got a really special guest with me today Radio personality Power 106 Power 92 Yeah, Always working Trying man G-Ski What's up bro? Thanks for coming through bro
1: No problem man, I appreciate you having
0: me Nah, I appreciate you coming through because you didn't have to do this you know? Hey
1: man, I'm always trying to show love to people I know that's working. So,
0: thank you. I appreciate that. You uh,
1: you get asked to uh, get interviewed a lot. No, so this is kind of probably my second one mm-hmm. I've ever been interviewed on. So, really, mm-hmm. well. I'm interested to see what you're gonna ask me.
0: Oh, I got some questions for you, man. I'm, somebody told me I'm a professional. A Quest a- called me a vet. Okay, so I'm like, oh, okay, that means I'm getting a little bit better. Yeah,
1: we're gonna find out today, man. No, no, bro, we got this,
0: I'm good Even though I'm like low-key, I was like a little nervous What, to interview me or just interview Pete? No, you Why? Because like I've been like following you for a while Okay So you work in radio, that's where I want to be So in a way I was like I look up to you So I'm like oh shit, like oh And I would say, I'm not going to say you like I wouldn't say legit because I'm not going to discredit anybody but, like, right now, so far, you're probably, like, one of the biggest people I have had on here, I would say
1: Well, I appreciate that, man That's, so, a, yeah. that's humbling to, you know, even hit up Like, I don't usually hit that type of stuff But, mm-hmm. you know, I don't consider myself It's weird, because I don't yeah. really consider myself, like, a big uh, individual But I do know that I am a public figure, so to speak But yeah. it don't feel like it, man I'm mm-hmm. just a regular person, though
0: Yeah, I mean, I get that a little bit, too just off the podcast and stuff, mm-hmm. like it'd be weird when people be like, "Hey, don't you uh, you do the Wave File podcast, right?" Right. And I'd be like, "What?" Like I'd be like, "That should just be weird." So right. I get what you're saying because when just, people it'd be, it be stranger sometimes that I'll say that to me. Right. You got fans out there. It's growing. So, people paying attention. Yeah. That's all that matters. Yeah. I'm like, damn, that should be awkward. Cause so I'm not be expecting it. Right. But yeah, thanks for coming through again. Nah, no problem, bro. So uh, talk about your journey. Like, how did you get started in radio?
1: Uh, I went to school to um, the Illinois, it was called Illinois Center for Broadcasting, but it's Illinois Media School now. Um, At that time, I went, it was only one location, it was in Lombard, Illinois, and I had to drive my ass to Lombard, and uh, what was it, three days a week? Yeah, three days out the week, I had to go through that. It was a 10-month program, and I had to get an internship to graduate, and my internship was with Power 92, so... I've been literally working there ever since I graduated out of school and been there ever since.
0: Is that, like, something that you wanted to do when you was growing up? Like, you knew you wanted to work in radio or just stumbled upon it?
1: No, not really. I kind of just stumbled upon it. Um, I know a lot of people go to, like, four-year universities, get their, you know, communication degrees and all of that. I kind of fell into it because I would be around a lot, you know what I'm saying, like, well, after being in my internship, I fell into it. But going to school, no, nah, I didn't know, like, out of high school I was mm-hmm. going to be doing this. Nah, not at all.
0: So what made you go to that school then?
1: <laughs> uh, I make music. Mm-hmm. And uh, my OG, she saw a commercial for the the, the school, and was, she noticed that they have a, a a radio part of the school teaching. And she was like, you know, you do music, it would be cool to see if you could tap into that. So mm-hmm. I went to the school you know, for like a what is it called when they show you around the school? But anyway, showed us around. I was like, yeah, I'll check it out, and yeah. fell into it that way. So I think just by me being and having faith into music mm-hmm. just led me in that direction.
0: Did you get into it because you make music? So <coughs> did you get in, like you got some songs out right now? Yeah. So did you uh, get into that like trying to get into the music industry where you just gonna start off doing radio? Cause that's like what Ludacris did.
1: Right. That is what Ludac. Nah, I didn't. Gee, I really went in. Trying to just push my music at first, but I was also just trying to see what the scene was like, trying to feel out where I fit in, you know what I'm saying? Because it was also kind of—I feel like I was in a difficult situation because it's like I'm trying to present myself as I make music, but I'm also working for the station, so some people take you serious, some people don't. Mm -hmm. That's just—I don't know Not to explain that, but, yeah, I wasn't really being taken serious at the same time because— at one point I was working in a gospel station. Mm-hmm. So it's like you rap, bro, but you yeah. produce in a gospel station. Yeah. yeah all right. I
0: started off at a rock station. Right. And I knew nothing about rock and roll. So no, I ain't know nothing just, about gospel. I just fell into it. it. Just he was like, Oh, you want a job? I'm like, Cool, I'll take it. That's where I want to be. So right. I just did it. So
1: yeah, I just kinda of fell forward and, and did that.
0: hmm So that's you I know you got to have a little freestyle on uh on the ninety two.
1: The one that I you. just did, yeah, this yeah. shit, yeah, 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 that's on. Uh, that shit was cold. I Appreciate. It. I
0: ain't gonna lie, I just listened to it like two days ago. I was just like, damn, that shit was fire. Appreciate it, it man. was cold. So, do you, do you plan on like, so this radio that's just gonna be your career? Or uh, you just do music part time. See, like
1: low key, when I tapped into the school and I and they taught me a lot of um, TV side as well, like editing and you know video work, and I, I wanted to do more of that. And when I started working in the radio station, I started off on the street team, giving away, like, free stuff and mm-hmm. driving a promotion truck, shit like that. And as I was in there, um, I started to see a lot of the stuff behind the scenes that's beneficial as well in the industry, besides just speaking on the air. Like, I want to do voiceovers. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I read a lot of commercials, and that's what kind of got me familiar with the program director at Power 92. He started hearing the commercials I read and was like, "Who is Buddy? You know what I'm saying? And. I started to get him demos and trickle down to where I am now, but I low-key would like to do voiceovers for, Mm -hmm. like, commercials, TV, cartoons, all type of stuff like that. Yeah,
0: that's dope. It's kind of, like, I kind of got a similar story to that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I I see where you're coming from because I kind of started off the same way. True. Just doing, like, I think I was doing, like, some weekend stuff where they did, like, some... uh, like best of And I would just like Do intros to that Right And then it was like Oh on air, Yeah so Stuff yeah. like that So something similar How long you been there?
1: To, uh, this year is 11 years Boy I've been in there Since I was 21 Joe. I'm 32 mm-hmm. now But yeah I've been in there Like working behind the scenes Just I've actually been speaking On the radio for 6 years mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying But the first few years I was in there Street team Producing And just you know Getting my feel For what I wanted to do
0: Yeah that's a hard grind.
1: It is, because radio ain't no joke, boy. You get, you Not too many people last that long in radio, but... Yeah. Yeah, I've been in there. This is my 11th, yeah.
0: Man, I done met some people. They got booted right up and never went back.
1: <sighs> yeah, you'll be surprised how many people lose their job for stupid stuff, boy. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: I would say, do would you say that radio is dying with the climate of everything changing, everything going to, like, the internet, TV, streaming and stuff, people... Can listen to music on their phone whenever, cause I hear that a lot. Like people like, not radio gonna be dead on anyway. No, nah,
1: I definitely hear that as well. But um, for some odd reason, it's not. I don't know why. And and I, you know, this is kind of my industry or field of work. But to be honest, it's an article that uh, one of our bosses sent to us that was still proving that radio is still the top. Yeah. I would say platform for you know when it comes to pushing certain music and also advertising
0: wasn't it like over like 90 percent or something like that i feel like i've seen an article like that before, i'm not too. sure
1: i suck at numbers and mm-hmm. stuff like that but as much as we do hear about you know radio is dying because people are looking at you know different platforms like the breakfast club these visuals but the breakfast club is still on the radio yeah. you still people are still downloading these apps listening to uh xm radio you know what i'm saying so like radio the platform isn't dying at all it's mm-hmm. just like maybe digital i mean not digital but uh what is it, analog I want to say mm-hmm. uh, the, the satellite, yeah, satellite is, is killing But you know The so. FM and AM mm-hmm. Probably might be fading yeah. Is what I really want to say
0: Only reason why Like I don't think it is Because music Like we gonna forever You know Keep music You know That's gonna
1: Yeah music ain't gonna die no yeah life.
0: Music not dying no time soon Never. But then Like you said The Breakfast Club They still going strong And a lot of radio Like people on TV Like Angie Martinez Got a show Big Boy uh, mm-hmm. what Ricky Smiley had one I don't know if he still got it uh, Who else uh, D.L. Hughley I think he got one too
1: mm-hmm. So A lot of these artists I mean not artists But a lot of people Do venture off into XM Like Jamie Foxx got What is that An XM radio show mm-hmm. So it's a bunch of people
0: Yeah So I don't, I don't, I don't see it dying No time soon
1: mm-hmm.
0: I would say Now You work for Power 106 That's a Rockford radio station Mm-hmm And, uh, one thing like people complain about is that y'all don't support local music. Okay. Would you, how would you answer that question to people if they ask you?
1: Well, it's not as easy as people think it is to get local artists where they need to be. Mm -hmm. Um, what I will say is within the past few months, we've been trying to cater to that. Like, I think, what was that? July 4th. We had a whole mix dedicated to local artists. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Um, I really don't have no explanation for why, but it's just really hard to break and support everybody all at once, because mm-hmm. at the same time, everybody' music isn't good, and it's a rough statement to make to some people, you know what I'm saying? Some people don't want to accept that some of y'all music isn't good. Mm-hmm. Not y'all particular, but anybody, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Even when I'm in Chicago, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that are trying to get their music played, but they don't also want to do it the proper way. And in order to really, my advice is what I really tell people is you got to tap into DJs. You know what I'm saying? The music that we play at the radio station is already fixed. It's already in there in a set system.
0: Y'all don't even have no control over
1: that. For the most part. no, No, not for the most part we don't. But it just depends on what's going on. Mm -hmm. But I tell people to tap into DJs because the DJs influence what the radio should be playing. You know what i'm saying the idea isn't to come to the radio station the idea is to go to your local dj that's spinning in whatever club that it is because our program director or music director or whoever is going to be that most likely will hear like i was in this spot one day i heard this song. who the fuck was that you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying also the djs who do mixes on the radio those are the main djs that you want to tap in rub shoulders with them because if they squeeze your song in a mix and it's heard over you know the holiday season, whatever they do doing holiday mixes on. It gets heard. Of course, we're going to want to know who that artist is. And then it trickles down like that. But trying to submit your song and through mail or A, knocking on doors, they get lost in the pile. Because <laughs> there's no real connection or no real relationship built. Mm-hmm. And a lot of artists who even go through DJs flex on the DJ and stop messing with them after they get on. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you really have to build this relationship with... Your DJ and the station, if you want to get your stuff played, because we're not here to really make people famous. We're here to, you know, create a realm of good, positive music for the community. It's not just about making y'all famous.
0: Would you say, uh, like, a song would already have to be somewhat popular?
1: Yeah, I would have to say that. You would, of course, have to have your own fan base. It's just like... Proving your worth. Mm. If I come into the game with nothing, who's going to pay attention to me? But if this person next to me has 1,500 people with him, you're going to look at that person more than you're going to look at me. So it is about building your fan base, and it is about staying consistent and building your loyal follower.
0: You get a lot of people that's uh, like, hey, can you play my music? Like They're, they're the about time. you.
1: All the time. And I'll just tell them exactly what I just told you. I'm not necessarily the DJ. I'm a radio personality. I'm just a voice. Mm-hmm. I'm a speaking billboard, basically. You know what I'm saying? We just advertise and sell shit all day. But the people that you really want to talk to are the DJs who are spinning records in the club. Mm-hmm. That's who you need to talk to.
0: So go to the club and ask the DJs to play your music.
1: If that's the lane that you want. But a lot mm-hmm. of people don't really need the radio and not listen no more. We got the internet. Yeah, we don't necessarily. There are a lot of artists out here who didn't blew up without radio. Mac Miller, one of them. You know what I'm saying? Chance the rapper is damn near one of them. There's a lot of people. You think,
0: but, you think with rappers just like a location thing? Cause I say that a lot. What you mean? Like it's just small. Like you can make your music. I know you got the internet, but I mean, unless you're gonna just make a smash hit that's just gonna go viral.
1: See the thing is, not to try and look to go viral, you should just be putting your stuff out there for your own personal quality. And if you're really making art for the for the culture of yourself and what you're interested in, there's about a hundred people in each state who have the same interest as you. So by putting it out there on a public platform like YouTube or Facebook or whatever, you're reaching more than just your local market. Because mm-hmm. I've had more people support me than my own friends. Yeah, so usually. like that. And it's usually just like that, like you said. So the people in your own community might not be the ones that you need to market to. Mm-hmm.
0: Only because I only reason why I say that is because, like, you look at artists like a Blueface or a Takashi or whatever. They just got something that just catch. So it's no radio stuff. Literally, they videos, they song just go viral for whatever reason. And then maybe you have somebody that make better music, rap better, and it just it's slower, or it just don't happen for them.
1: I mean, it's it's kind of a gimmick to it. Yeah. One of my favorite lines from Kanye is said, What everybody trying to do is just not new, and that's a fact. The people who stood out the most are the ones who've taken a different approach to the music, like Takashi. He came in here with rainbow hair and he was talking crazy. All eyes on him. Blueface came in here sounding ridiculous. Not sounding ridiculous, but not He'll necessarily rhyming again. on beat. You yeah. feel me? His flow was unorthodox and people paid attention to it. Uh the hottest nigga right now is the baby. A lot of the stuff that he was portraying in his music videos wasn't the same as any other gangster music video that you would see. He was spitting street shit, but his videos had a little bit more light to it, humor to it. Like the muscles. Yeah, he had a little bit more humor to his approach. I just Mm -hmm. saw a
0: picture of him. He had on a diaper.
1: That shit, too. Was that in a video? No, I think he was performing somewhere, and he just came out on stage with a diaper. But That'll work. Yeah, I saw somebody else in another... um, Interviews say we haven't seen that diaper since Because he understood He just basically did it for the attention To get to what he needed to do mm-hmm. And that's been a lot of help for artists lately Is what are you doing different
0: Yeah only thing Like with them quick ones Like the Takashi, the Blueface They not gonna last long
1: Well, Blueface is still putting music out Like
0: He only been out for like a year though Like a solid year or two that's true. I will say you give him like a good two to three. It's already kind of slowing down for him as it is anyway.
1: But honestly, it really don't even. Well, when you say slowing down, you mean like on a mainstream scale? No, just musically. Cause I feel like once you build a hardcore fan base, they straight regardless. It ain't even gonna matter whether we hear from them or not. Cause like you, it's a bunch of artists out here who they, they perform. Yeah, like Currency. Mm. Currency is an artist that I wasn't necessarily. A fan of Super because he make a lot of the same songs and some of his songs be like a minute and forty five seconds. But he's built his fan base to the point it don't matter. He can go do a small venue mm-hmm. probably like at the House of Blues and it'll be decent. No, because I
0: be looking at like the examples of, like Fetty Wap, Fetty Wop. Trinidad James, like a Trinidad lot of the, James song. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like they not like slow down
1: but they ain't really had nothing else to offer to the game. And that reason why Trinidad James went crazy, because his image when he first came out, it blew up, but he didn't have no more hits after that. Mm-hmm. Fetty Wap didn't have no more hits after like that.
0: Like, Fetty Wap stayed relevant because of the baby mamas and all that. Basically. And then, like, Blueface, now he kind of talking more. He get he stayed relevant because of the drama that he's been getting into mm-hmm. with his family and stuff. Takashi stayed relevant because of the snitching and everything, even though he's still kind of brand new, though.
1: Yeah, but... Other than that, you hear you naming gimmicks that 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 are tagged to these names, mm-hmm. so that's why it's just keeping them alive. Yeah, it ain't really necessarily they craft is the shit that's around them. Like Blueface just threw money standing on top of the truck. He knew that was gonna bring attention. To him, yeah. So,
0: but is that gonna be able to? That's not gonna last long though. Like you gonna stay relevant on social media?
1: Yeah, but. but. It just depends on the type of artist you're going to be, because there's other artists out here who make noise and who do well without the gimmicks. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a bunch of I just I just feel like you got to find your own hardcore fan base and run with it, like mm-hmm. Griselda. You familiar with the Griselda?
0: I've been hearing about that.
1: They just, they're they from New York. You feel me? They've been grinding, putting out their own sound, and now jay Z signing them to Roc Nation after a few years of grinding.
0: I, heard, what was I, li- I was listening to something, they was just talking about that but I don't remember what it was, but it was definitely like yesterday or today No, it was Drake mm-hmm. With that uh, interview with know uh, mm-hmm. Did you watch that?
1: Nope, I didn't check it out, but I didn't I ain't really want to mm-hmm. I didn't really care but Oh, you're
0: not a Drake fan like that?
1: No, nah, I'm, I'm a fan, I just didn't really care to watch it, that's all No,
0: it's two hours and twenty minutes that's Yeah,
1: that's probably another reason why I didn't want to watch it <laughs> i watched all odd.
0: of that shit though it was good
1: yeah he was the one that was talking about it mm-hmm. i
0: think i'm sure it was him because i just heard about literally like this week so i think it was him mm-hmm. and he was mentioning them so yeah I'm like oh okay so you said they're from new york
1: yeah they're from new york um and they got they're just an old school type of a hardcore hip-hop vibe and mm-hmm. they've been staying true to their sound and like i said jay-z Released that, what, his top 40 songs of the year, and two of them was from Griselda. And like I said, he signed them to Rock Nation, I guess so. Yeah. Shout out to them for staying hardcore to their fans.
0: Oh, that's crazy. So, you know, how we got cool was I had hit you up on Instagram because you was posting videos of you dancing and stuff at your other job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a, uh, what, was CBS? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I don't work that no more. I quit, man. I got tired of it.
0: You got tired of it? Mm-hmm. So the reason why, like, that's how we connected, just because of out of respect. Because a lot of times, us, like, cribs we don't really show that other side mm-hmm. of, you know, we all go to work. A lot of us do go to a nine-to-five. Like, I just came from a factory mm-hmm. from seven to three. Right. So, but I don't put that on my Instagram. I'm not even putting that on my Facebook. I ain't talking about it. I mm-hmm. mean, I ain't saying nothing about it, but that's how I pay my bills. And then I come in and I do this. Right. So I was just like, damn, like he a real one because he's showing that side. A lot of people don't do that.
1: I mean, yeah, you're right. A lot of people wouldn't do that, but at the same time, I'm more than just a radio personality. Like, I feel like whatever I'm, wherever I'm at, I can make it my creative environment. And that's Mm -hmm. probably why you saw me doing those videos at work, cutting up, doing silly shit, but. I feel like wherever I'm going to be at is going to be my creative environment no matter what. So outside of being a radio personality, yeah, I'm a person who got bills just like everybody else. and I yeah. got to pay them and I got a son to take care of. So, yeah, I don't never shy away from what my real life is.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, cause why do you think people don't show that other side? You think they just embarrassed or just? It's, you know,
1: social media got this realm of we got to look a certain way to You have to have this portrayal that you're doing certain shit, you mm-hmm. know, that you're stunting that. You know, people post money and posting bottles and posting these they vacations and all of this goofy stuff to, to glamorize a uh, three-day trip. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you posting them for the rest of the year just to glamorize some small, short feelings. But it's like it's not your real life every day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I just think people don't really – people. I don't think people really like where they at in life, honestly. Mm-hmm. As we get older, a lot of people regret where they at. People hate their jobs. I was never a person that hated that CVS. I didn't really hate CVS. I hated the people who used to come in CVS. So, like, CVS was cool, but I feel like people just hate their jobs after a while and then get miserable and just want to post what they want to be. Yeah,
0: because I I hate my job. But I don't. I I thought about posting it, though. Just like saying that, like, oh, that's my reality. You know, this is what y'all see. But no, this is what I'm doing majority of the time. Because, like you said, I got bills.
1: One thing that I always try and push is just staying positive no matter where you at. Because, like, what I used to see, I used to work from 10 p.m. to 7 in the morning. And then from 7 in the morning, I had two hours to waste because I was doing middays at that time in Rockford. So I was doing 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. So from 10 p.m. to 7 a.m., I'm in CVS, get off and go straight to do radio from 9 a.m. to 2, then go back to sleep, be up at 10. Long story short, I would see people come in to relieve us at 7 and be already irritated, huh, we back in here, uh, it's like, well, I been up all night, I ain't even been asleep yet, what did you irritated for, this is how you kick your day off, you mad and irritated, you hate your job, but at the same time, you forgot that ambition when you needed that job, you forgot yeah. what your job was there to secure you for, it's helping you take care of all this other shit, so, you being mad coming in the first day is not how I want to kick off my work, like, not how I want to kick my day off. And I I hated people for that
0: Every day I'd be like We gonna have a good day today I try to tell myself that And a lot of times If I don't say it It be bad
1: You got to Like people wake up Look outside It's raining And they mad for the rest of the day Like why Low key that (laughs) I don't know. I hate rain
0: bro I'm like oh that be me low key
1: Nothing gets on my nerves bro I feel (laughs) like I've been through enough Hardship to the small stuff don't matter mm-hmm. People hate the snow I don't care I'm going outside To shovel the snow People hate it mm-hmm. Bro we gotta do this We've been living here X amount of years You know snow coming to death That or, do
0: be irritating though When you see people Complaining on Facebook I'm like y'all been here for whole life Every year and Y'all we seeing, complaining.
1: Look we ain't got snow yet But as soon as snow hit We gonna see people Talking about how oh, they Ready to move But you're not finna move
0: yeah, It's about to be January And we seen snow Like maybe Total like five times
1: Exactly but, yeah, I just feel like people lose sight of what they really got that job for, and that job is to help you get to, if you want to be an entrepreneur, help you build your next level, you know, mm-hmm. stay stable until you get to the next level. That's what your job is for. Yeah,
0: that's that's what I'm using my stuff for. I'm like, look, I'm in school. Well, I'm done now working, doing the podcast, so I'm just like, all right, hopefully I ain't got to be here too long, mm-hmm. and we get up out of here soon. Hopefully sure. 2020, my last year.
1: Hey. Long as you stay consistent, it's gonna pick up.
0: Yeah. So what would you say, like long term, like the end of your career, what do you want to be known as?
1: I don't know, man. I'm doing all type of random shit. Really? I, um, I saw you do
0: a comedy show.
1: And that was my second attempt at mm-hmm. stand up comedy. That was last night. Um How would go? I I told somebody I did C plus. Mm-hmm. If I if I had to grade myself, it was C+. I got laughs, but my structure ain't 100% yet.
0: You don't practice in the mirror? Like, do you practice? you write the stuff down? See, I'm,
1: I've am i never really attempted it, so I don't even know how to tr- practice for some shit like that. So I was going over in my head and practicing, like, 45 minutes right before. Mm-hmm. But um, what do I want to be known as? Like, I don't want to be known as just a radio personality because, like I said, I do... A lot more other creative stuff you know I want to be able to tap back into my videography stuff like at one point I wanted to shoot weddings that was when I realized what I could do with a camera I'm like boy, we can shoot weddings and set up a whole thing so like I don't know to be honest what I would want to be known for cuz I got so many things that I would like to do but I just say a jack of all trades I did everything Mm -hmm. Just whatever I put my mind to
0: Comedy, to music.
1: Comedy, music, pushing my son to do different shit. Like, man, it's crazy. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know what I would want to be known for. Everything.
0: Everything. Have you thought about that, or you just kind of live in the moment?
1: I live in the moment. I mean, of course, you got your, like, five-year goals. Of course, I want to get a house, want to get married, yeah. shit mm-hmm. like that. But kind of in between, you can't really plan success. You could just work toward it. Like, I can't put a date and say at the end of this – I'm going to be known for being the best radio personality slash entertaining person. I don't I don't fucking know. I don't know what mm-hmm. I'm going to lean into because I started off with music, and I, don't, I rarely do music now, but I still work at it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. So, no, I don't think too that far, but I think of just small goals like my son in school, making sure he's straight, making sure he get to his next level. You know what I'm saying? Whatever I've learned so far now, I just try and push it into him. That's all that I want to make sure, me I figure that out on the way.
0: Like, who's the favorite person that you have interviewed?
1: My favorite person that I've interviewed would have to be favorite. Ty Dolla was cool. Um, Kalani was dope. I mean, all of them was kind of cool. I never really had a bad interview, but my favorite interview would probably have to be Tech Nine. You familiar with Tech Nine? Yeah. We interviewed him on his tour bus in Wisconsin, and that was my first interview, and Esco just asked me five minutes right before. He was like, you want to do it? And I was like, yeah, fuck it. Really? And he put me on the spot, and I we interviewed him.
0: And you said five
1: minutes before? Like, Esco was supposed like, to do it? We were supposed to, yeah. The whole time I brought my camera out there to film him, and five minutes before he looked at his phone, he was like, you want to do it? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, forget it. You want to hold the camera? And I just started Googling real quick. And we got on his tour bus, and we interviewed. That interview's on YouTube, too. Was that, like, a test,
0: or did he just, he didn't know? I don't know with him, bro. I don't
1: know what Esco be thinking sometimes, bro. He just put you on the spot. Like, the first time I got on the radio, he just asked me, you ready? I was like, what you mean, ready for what? He's like, come on, you finna fill in right now. And I'm like, damn, yeah, I guess so. Because I used to give him demos to, like, before I was on the radio, I used to get Esco my demos to, See, had him critique me, and I give him to the boss at Power Ninety Two. But the whole time he was critiquing me to put me on Power One Hundred Six, and that's how he just—he was like, "All right, bro, you been giving me all them demos. You ready?" And and I he just like, yeah.
0: just threw you in there. Was it like, a, was it a, like during the day or was it like an overnight, it show? Was,
1: uh, overnight? It was overnight. Uh, it was it was ten p.m. Mm-hmm. or was it six? I think it was ten. It was Oz. I was filling in for Oz. I remember that. So I think it was ten p.m.
0: Man, you got through on a fire for real.
1: Yeah. That's the best way no, to learn. No, actually, I'm lying. It was 6 to 10. That was a 6 o'clock because mm-hmm. Esco was just getting off. So that was 6 o'clock. Yeah.
0: I mean, that's the best way to learn, though.
1: Yeah. And I ain't going to stunt you. I was nervous as hell. Like, I went, you know, like, we pre-record a lot. But sometimes when we go live, I was that was my first attempt to go live. I, cut, I literally cut the mic on, and then I just blanked and didn't say nothing. And I just cut the mic back off and just faded into a commercial. So literally for mm-hmm. about like fifteen seconds it was just an instrumental playing. <laughs> <laughs> and I just cut it off and I was like, What am I doing, bro? You get in trouble for that? He didn't hear it. Oh, he didn't hear it. So bro. he did he just probably found out today, but he definitely <laughs> didn't hear it that, that day.
0: My first time I have when the song came on, I cut the mic on and started singing. <laughs> <laughs> I got in trouble for that shit though. Yeah. He was like, You can't do that.
1: I believe you. I but, was like,
0: I, I, Watch the reference club They do this all the
1: time Man I didn't have a lot of mess ups though But I learned to embrace them And just keep going
0: Yeah I thought like Oh he don't understand me That's what I was thinking I'm like he don't understand me
1: I'm dope <laughs> yeah. no. Right yeah.
0: He was like don't do that shit ever again
1: It would be like that man <laughs> Program directors be very serious About what go over the radio
0: Yeah his ass That was funny So we going into 2020 Who was Who do you think had the best Decade Rapper,
1: see, we was just talking about the most influential artist of the decade. No, what was it? No, somebody said Chief Keef's. I don't like was the most influential record of the decade because it sparked the drill movement with a lot of these other artists. Mm-hmm. And in argument, I respected where they was coming from because we wouldn't have a lot of these drills. We wouldn't have Lil L- L- Dirk. No, you yeah. know, a lot of these artists that we came arguing? up under after Chief Keef. Yeah.
0: I'd be arguing for Chief Keith Like, when people, like, I'd be like, he not the best to come out of Chicago, but nah. I would say he probably definitely had the biggest influence
1: nah. for
0: Chicago artists. Would you say that? Just because of all the people that came up, Dirk and Herb and Bibby and all. Like, if it wasn't Chief Keith, I don't know if any of those people would have popped.
1: Nah, I I agree. I'll say that. Yeah, Chief Keefe definitely kicked the door wide open for Chicago drill music. Yeah. For sure.
0: Even language, people be saying thousands. Oh yeah. I was just telling somebody else,
1: uh, hitter. When Lil Durk came out and said, you know, L's up for them hitters to replace the N word, the whole industry started replacing it mm-hmm. with hitter. Now one of his artists is saying Stepper and got a lot of the people in the industry saying Stepper now. Really? So Chicago been influencing people for a minute. For a minute. Yeah.
0: But, like, who's, like, you saying, so you saying don't like, like, you agree with that?
1: I agreed with it in that conversation of where they was coming from. Mm-hmm. But in this whole decade. That's a lot of songs. I can't a, yeah, It's, it's a too a many songs. songs. So somebody said one of the biggest records of the decade was Bad and Bougie because it broke a lot of... Uh, Barriers when it comes to like Everybody was singing it Kids No matter what race you was It was just It touched a A wide range of people mm-hmm. And he felt like You know Bad and Bougie was his argument And I felt where he was coming from With that Cause I was like I don't like is isn't really a household song But Bad and Shit. Bougie Crossed a lot of platforms Well
0: you might I mean Lil Nas X then yeah. Lil Nas X yeah. You
1: yeah. gonna say that about Bad was, and Bougie. Yeah If you will say that about Bad and Bougie Then Lil Nas X Definitely killed for the last what's it called? it but when finito come on in the club what is you gonna bump
0: oh, man
1: <laughs> finito I, I argue finito being the rawest song of the decade because no matter what they was putting that up to o- mo bamba and then finito was old yeah and it still outshine mo bamba you ever saw that video no nah. it's a video you could google it right now it's on youtube some dj out of school Played both of them songs back to back and the reaction as soon as Finito came on was ridiculous Yeah, if
0: I'm I'm not gonna lie, if I'm out and Finito come on, I'm it's, about to go crazy Yeah,
1: like that song, Finito, I feel like is way greater than I don't like But Finito, to me, is probably the song of the
0: decade mm. now, If we talking about Chief Keto, you might have to throw in Love Sosa I feel you Cause that was crazy I remember when that did. came out I was like what the hell Is he talking about mm-hmm. Then my cousin just Kept playing it And then I just got hooked
1: I was like I feel you I, It did But I'm still rocking With Finito. Like yeah. he got Jay-Z To quote him hmm. Jay-Z quoted that In a song I'm a gorilla in the coop Yeah So if Jay-Z quoted it mm-hmm. You reached A big range of people Yeah But that's me mm-hmm. I don't know
0: But the decade though Like artists Would you say like Drake or
1: It'll probably be Drake for the decade, because Drake is just, he automatically at the top of music when it comes to, like, all his hits that's been coming out. He's been having a lot of crazy radio records. So, as an artist, I'd probably say Drake, yeah. Mm
0: hmm They had a list. DJ Academics posted it. He had, like, tier one, tier two.
1: Yeah, what was tier one? Was By themselves? It was just Drake. It was just Drake. And And that's... It's damn near, you know, like my main thing is facts over feelings. It ain't about what I feel. Mhm. If it's the facts, you gotta go with it. And Drake has been killing, whether I like him or not.
0: But then he had tier two, Kendrick, Cole, Kanye, and Travis Scott. I didn't like that Travis Scott was in there.
1: People I'm not really a big Travis Scott fan, but people really rock with Travis yeah. Scott, so
0: They had Travis over Meek though. Like Meek and was in tier three.
1: I could see why people don't really people like Meek mill but it's only because of recent events people been rocking with travis scott for a while
0: mm-hmm. i would say yeah travis he do got like a cult like following
1: yeah he definitely I do
0: i don't see it i don't know why
1: that's it that from what i know it's a wave yeah, That's there's people wave. keep saying it's uh-huh. a wave you gotta catch the wave bro so yeah
0: because i i got on Meek mill like when he lost that drake battle That's when I started listening to him I mean I knew who he was But I really I didn't care for his music Then he lost the Drake thing I don't know why I started listening to him more After that I just got into it more And I'm like Oh this nigga cold Yeah Meek Mill raw It's just Like I'm like low key I might be damn near
1: Obsessed with his music now Yeah Meek Mill is raw but he played I feel like he should have Just left that Drake shit alone. Well He was just mad He probably paid him For a verse he didn't write
0: No well you know Meek Mill just did an interview With Charlamagne Then Drake He did an interview with them Now Meek said He don't know why he did it because he said he was on Perks At so that time he probably was Just tweaking And then Drake said It was something about him Not showing up for a show mm. And he said He think that's what it was Between that And then maybe like Nicky Talking to him Getting in his ear or something And then he just went left That's what Drake said Possibly Meek said he don't know
1: And if he was off Perk He probably don't remember Yeah You never know
0: So like Juice World, He just died he did from an overdose. Was a what? No Caesar?
1: Yeah, they said he had a seizure at the airport.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, what do you think? Like, did he have like a big impact in Chicago?
1: Yeah, definitely. He's definitely like, a big artist in the Chicago land area. You think um, his
0: like death like really affected a lot of like the city?
1: It affected a lot of young people. Yeah, a lot of people rock with Juice World. You know that one record. When people make music about pain people relate to it quicker than anything, more than happy music because not a lot of people know what happiness is. So anything about pain, people relate to it because everybody's felt pain. Mm -hmm. And his Lucid Dreams was a big record for a lot of people who felt that. And I'm sure they crushed right now after having something to cope with, your favorite artist, and then he passes. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. But yeah, he definitely had a big impact. You know what I'm saying? Definitely.
0: Was you... Like, I know a lot of people like trying to blame like Future for that. Or just are They blaming
1: Future because out of Juice Mouth's work, rest in peace, bro. Out of his own mouth, he said he was work, um He said that he was influenced by Future and he was rapping about doing drugs, and that's why he did it. He said that in an interview.
0: That he started doing drugs because of Future?
1: I wouldn't say because, but he said a lot just of when he was music. rapping. Yeah, from the interview I saw. The music that he would listen to was very heavily influenced mm-hmm. by drugs, and it made him experiment.
0: Yeah. I know when I, the news first broke, uh, I I automatically went to the project that they had did together. Mm-hmm. And they had the pills and a couple lean pouring on the earth. So I was just like, yeah. I mean, I kind of just put two and two together. I don't jump out there and say stuff like that, though. Like people was already, before the news even came out, what he actually died from, people just started jumping out there.
1: Yeah, it's just messed up. You know when it comes to that Because he was influenced by somebody who claims That he don't even do that stuff mm-hmm. You know Future from what I've known Has said he don't even use them drugs Yeah I've heard that too he's just rapping about it They so, say his cup
0: be filled with water I've heard that
1: So if that's true and he publicly saying he don't do what he rap about mm-hmm. But then he influenced a bunch of people them. To yeah. do it
0: Because yeah. you, you said you was on the radio right when that news broke about him passing, you had yeah, to break it.
1: I had to break that live on the radio. That was my first time ever having breaking news like that. Like they called me and was like, "Yeah, break the story right now." And I ain't a man of positive words. It ain't like I, you know, be out here spitting inspirational shit all the time. So what do I say on the fly about somebody that's not personal to me? Mm-hmm. What do I say to even give them justice after hearing that they die I didn't know what to say, so. I kind of went live and just broke it, and you know, hey, you gotta do your generic sympathy. Shout out to his family. Shout out to them. Hope they get well. mm-hmm But I ain't know what to say. Though. I was nervous, boy. You was nervous about? It? Yeah, because I had to go live right then and there. Like they, they what, didn't stop want. the music. Like you had to. You they was wait. like right after this song mm-hmm. go, and when they told me that it was a minute left in that song. No oh, damn. So I had to start thinking. Mm. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Rest
0: in peace to Juice World and Definitely. Nipsey and whoever else we lost lost a lot of people this decade definitely yeah, that's crazy so thanks for coming through man i appreciate oh, yeah. that let people no. know where they can follow you at stuff like that
1: boy i'm everywhere you can look me up youtube uh you could google me Ski, g-s-k-e-e uh instagram snapchat facebook mm-hmm. and i'm right there
0: and you be on power 92 yeah i'm on power I 92 say, i feel on, it do you be on air seven days a week bro
1: Six, except Saturdays is the only day I don't. But sometimes if I got to work for somebody on a Saturday, mm-hmm. then, yeah, I'm on seven days. But it's six, though.
0: I feel like every time I go to your store, you, like, you filling in for somebody?
1: Yeah, recently I have been feeling in like crazy because mm-hmm. the holidays, I'm definitely filling in. And when people call off, shit, so. But, yeah, every Sunday morning, Power 92, 6 a.m. to 10, I'm in there. And then right here in Rockford, 6 p.m. to 10 p.m., Monday through Friday, Rockford nights.
0: Alright, thanks man Appreciate
1: it No problem man I appreciate y'all having me
0: Y'all know where y'all can follow me at On Instagram, Jaleel Wavy Listen to the podcast Subscribe to us We on uh, YouTube, Apple, SoundCloud, Spotify I can't even remember It's too many of them right now So I can't even remember That's a lot of them though But if you got the Anchor app You can listen to it on a bunch of different stuff Alright, wait for all out